Amen. But tonight in our evening evangelist this week preaches all over the country and preaches events just like this one and youth conventions and he's been an evangelist for the last seven years and uh, great man of God. I love this guy. He walks with integrity and there's no doubt after you've been around him for just a short little while, his passion, his love for students, for youth and for the work of God. So will you help me? He bases out of Chicago. He's married, has a child, and wish they could be here with him. But will you welcome tonight Brother Rima Duncan to this pulpit. Give him a big hand right now. Come on, let's give that to the Lord tonight. Go ahead and give him a shout. Praise God. Definitely a privilege of mine. If I can get a little bit more mic in the monitors here. Oh, there we go. Come on, somebody. I am definitely thankful to be in the great state of Arkansas. Y'all don't like where y'all? The great state of Arkansas. All right, next time I won't chop up the word. I am definitely thankful to be here. Thank you for all the... uh, youth leadership, district leadership that made this event possible and made the invite for me to come. I do leave behind a beautiful wife and a son that is home and I wish they could be here, but they are in prayer for me tonight as we are going into this week of camp. Everybody say here, now. Praise God. I believe God is here now. Amen. Definitely feel his presence in this place. And uh, we're going to have some fun this week. I'm thankful to be here, and I'm I'm excited to see what God's going to do in the lives of each and every one of you young people. Praise God. You know, we might as well just go to the scriptures here. If you have your Bibles, hopefully you do, we're going to go to Romans chapter 8, read verse 6. If you have that, go ahead and stand. Some of you are waiting for it to come on the screen. Hope you got a Bible app. To be carnally minded or to have your mind on fleshly things all the time is death. But to be spiritually minded or to have more of your thoughts on God is life and peace. I believe on the onset of this camp meeting, God wants to begin to set our minds straight. Amen. I'll amen myself if I have to. I believe that God wants to give somebody a mind makeover and begin to set us off right this week, this camp meeting. I want you to lift your hands. If the neighbor next to you doesn't lift their hand, take it and lift it for them. And let's ask God to bless the remainder of this service. Get us off on the right foot. I believe that God is going to do something powerful in this place today. Praise God. We thank you, Lord God, for your spirit. We know that everything we need, Lord God, is here in this place, in your presence. And Lord, we don't want to leave this service without what you intended for us to have. And so we ask you, Lord God, to step in and speak to our minds. Turn on the microphone of heaven, Lord God. Let us hear your voice, not just the voice of man, Lord God. Speak to our hearts and challenge us. Change us, Lord God. Impact us for your glory. And we'll give you all the praise, the glory, 
and the honor. I wonder if you go one more time, clap your hands to God. Go ahead and poke your neighbor on the shoulder and say, thank you for coming to camp. You may be seated. On June 6th of the year 2011, Apple Computers announced one of its most innovative technologies. Everybody say iCloud. iCloud. iCloud makes it quick and effortless to access just about everything on the devices you use every day. Today, there are many kinds of technologies available that can accomplish the same task. However, it was Apple computers that blazed this trail. iCloud automatically and securely stores all your information so that it's always available on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, or even a desktop computer. It keeps your emails, your contacts, and calendars up to date across all your devices. No syncing required, no management required. In fact, nothing is required. iCloud does it all for you. Apple found out that it was better to rely on the cloud than on the security of your own personal devices. Because those devices get stolen. They malfunction. They get broken. And the valuable information that is stored on those devices is lost. There's an interesting thing happening in our society today as we become more digital. And as time goes on, kids your age are increasingly using technology. I found some statistics and according to Internet Solutions for Kids, 99% of teenage boys play video games. That's, that's revolutionary. I didn't know that. About 99% of you sitting right here, male, play video games. And 94% of you girls here play video games. Doesn't matter if it's on a console, it may be an app on your phone, you're playing some type of game. Also, 75% of students ages 12 to 15 are on social networking sites. That means three out of four of you sitting here today have some sort of social media account that your parents may or may not know about. But when the top tools used by sexual predators and human trafficking are social networks, and the most popular and widely sold video games are drug and crime related or has its storyline based out of the occult or witchcraft, there is something terribly wrong. When books and shows about vampires and zombies, magic and witchcraft can bring in over $300 million, but most teens won't raise $50 for charity, much less fill a coin bank for a cease for Christ. I have an issue with that. When we can get more people to knock doors to catch Pokemon, rather than to spend the gospel. Houston, we have a problem. Because we are often told that some folks are so heavenly minded, they are of no earthly good. But truth be told, the exact opposite is true. Most people are so earthly minded that they are of no heavenly good. Therefore, tonight, I feel compelled of the Lord to persuade you to keep your head in the cloud. Romans 8, 
starting from verse 5, tells us, They that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. They that are after the spirit mind the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity, or it's against God. For it is not subjected to the law of God, and it cannot be. So then they that are after the flesh cannot please God. If your mind is only on things to appease your flesh, you will not please God. And I'm thankful that I'm in a house today of some young people that aim to please God. If your aim is to be pleasing and live a life that is pleasing unto the Lord, you want to put your hands together and give God a praise. So how do we fix the problem? How can we please God? There's an answer given to us in Romans chapter 12. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So in order to please God, we have got to present our lives to him as a living sacrifice and continually renew our mind every day. Hallelujah. Well, preacher, how do I renew my mind? Well, Paul gives us an outline where we can follow to do that. Philippians 4 verse 7, the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, get your mind on these type of things. Praise God. So if you want your mind to be renewed and not to be deceived by the enemy of your soul, you have got to keep your mind on things that are true, things that are honest, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, and things that are of a good report. And so if I want to keep my mind on true and honest things, I can't fill my eyes and my time and my mind with things that are deceiving and things that are lying to me. So I can't spend my time watching Pretty Little Liars if I want to think on things that are true. I can't have things before my eyes that are impure if I want my mind to be renewed. The Bible tells us in the following verse, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. This is Paul speaking here, who was their spiritual authority. The things that you've learned, received, heard, and seen in me. Do those things and the God of peace shall be with you. 
The reason why many people can live with a troubled mind and live without peace in their lives is because they don't emulate the things that they have learned and received and heard and seen in their spiritual authority. Praise that means uh, whatever your pastor is preaching about on Sunday, you ought not just to clap your hands about it, but you ought to walk. Oh, hallelujah. You ought to do those things when you leave that church service. You ought to aim to make sure what you learn about in youth class and Sunday school is something that you will live by. I've got to follow the men and women of God that God has placed in my life. So this is how you please God. By getting your mind off of things of the flesh and putting your mind on things of the spirit. You please God by keeping your head in the cloud. When your head is in the cloud, you don't want to steal. When your head is in the cloud, you don't feel like lying. When your head is in the cloud, you don't go on the internet and surf immoral websites. Am I in an apostolic church today? When you, when you have your mind on spiritual things, it makes you want to pray more. When you have your mind on spiritual things, you don't want to miss church. When you have your mind on spiritual things, it makes you want to know more of the word of God. When you have your mind on spiritual things, you want to do more for the kingdom. When your head is in the cloud, it makes you a better student at school. It makes you a better brother. It makes you a better sister. It makes you a better son and daughter to your parents. When your head is in the cloud, it makes you a better saint to your pastor. It makes you a better Christian to your community when you have your mind on spiritual things. So I implore you today to keep your head in the cloud. Now, we are referencing this cloud, but the thought of clouds doesn't really excite the normal person. They represent darkness, storms, and uncertainty. The average teen doesn't want to go outside and ride their bike on a cloudy day. Y'all still ride bikes, right? Or you got to act for that. Because clouds, they kind of bring low visibility and they indicate that rain is near. But in the Bible, the cloud was represented as the Spirit of God in many instances. In the Old Testament, the cloud was very present with God's people. When they were fleeing the Egyptian bondage, the Bible says that God came down in their midst as a pillar of cloud. And before they crossed the Red Sea, the cloud was there. When they went through the Red Sea, the cloud was there. When they crossed the Red Sea and went over to the other side, the cloud was there. Wherever the cloud went, they went. Israel did not move unless the cloud moved. Whether they were comfortable 
camping where they were and content where they sat. When the cloud moved, everything was packed up to follow the cloud. It didn't matter what other people were doing because they weren't interested in following the crowd because they were too busy chasing the cloud. We have got to stop trying to follow other people that are not that don't have the same aim and are not pursuing the same things as apostolic Pentecostal young people. We don't follow what the world is doing, but we are chasing after the power and the spirit of God working in our lives. You have got to follow the clock. What this world needs is a generation of apostolic young people that cares more about what God thinks about them than what the world thinks about them. You are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. You are a holy nation that has been called out of darkness into God's marvelous light. We have got to keep our heads in the cloud. Now, if you have been spending time outside of the cloud, I want to give you some steps you can take to get the cloud back in your life. Bible tells us story of a man named Elijah who God sent to his people to begin to declare some things to them so that they can get a cloud to show up. Bible says that Elijah spent some time destroying all the negative, wrong, and false, and evil things. And as soon as he dealt with all the sin... God was ready to send rain. And so the Bible says that he sent his servant to go and look toward the sea. And he went up and said, there is nothing. When the servant looked, there was nothing in the sky. Sky was clear. You see, it had not rained for several years. And so they were in a time of drought and famine. They needed water. They needed rain. And God was ready to send his rain up upon the land. And when the servant looked, he saw nothing. And it took seven times before he actually saw just a little smidget of something floating in the air. The Bible says there was a cloud the size of a man's hand. Wasn't much. Didn't look like anything could come from it. But Elijah knew something. That if he can get just a little bit of a cloud, God can send a lot of rain. You might not think your worship means anything. You might not think your prayer life doesn't have any effects. But even a little bit of a cloud can bring a lot of rain. You don't, oh, hallelujah. You might not pray an hour a day. But if you can take a knee and pray just for five minutes, God can do a lot with just a little bit of a cloud. You have the power to change your home, to change your school, to change your world. And it doesn't take a sky full of clouds or a house full of the Spirit. It just takes a Holy Ghost filled young person to get inside of that cloud and begin to exercise the power of the Spirit. 
and while the enemy might tell you your prayers don't mean much you might be praying for your unsaved family you might be praying for people that you would like to see saved and brought into the kingdom of God your prayers do matter they're not just hitting the ceiling and coming back down your prayers have eternal effects and you are doing damage to the kingdom of darkness by your prayer and by your attendance to you service and by your dedication and your walk with God you are making long lasting eternal effect with just a little bit of a cloud he told Ahab you better get out of here because I hear the sound of an abundance of rain there is an abundance of blessings about to come down from heaven you better prepare for it but what do you mean there's only a little bit of a cloud here it's not much it's not even really dark it looks like it'll dissipate in just a few minutes but when God gets a hold of that cloud oh hallelujah I want to encourage some young person today if you let God get a hold of the little bit that you have God will begin to turn things upside down for the kingdom. You have what it takes. Don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you you don't have it. But tell you you're not, you don't mean much. I call that devil a liar tonight. I'm setting the devil straight this first day of camp meeting. You've got what it takes to turn your world upside down. But you've got to get the cloud to show up. You've got to get a hold of the Spirit of God. So the Bible says rain came down. It was such a big rain that Ahab couldn't even get back to where he was going. But the rain was a blessing to Israel because they were in a time of famine. They needed that rain to fall. I want to encourage somebody today. You got to keep praying. You've got to keep doing what you can. Even though you think it's little and insignificant, you must do everything you can to continue to get the cloud to show up. Because the rain that will come from your cloud is much needed in your land. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I want us to close our eyes and lift our hands. I believe there's an abundance of the power of the Spirit of God that is weighing in the balance. Waiting for some young person to tap into their potential. God is wanting to use the little that you have and begin to make much out of the little that you have to offer. Hallelujah. Somebody begin to open your mouth and begin to pray. Hallelujah. You don't have to have the perfect prayer. The little that you can do. God will begin to use it to, to send much power down. Come on, young people, lift your voice and begin to affect the heavens with your words right now.
God is wanting to stir something up in the heart of some preteen and some young teenager. God is wanting to stir you up tonight and let you know there's an abundance of rain he wants to send through you. Some people will scoff at the sight of the rain or get angry and frustrated with the cloud because they don't understand the benefit of the rain. However, those that do understand the benefits of the rain embrace the fact that clouds are around. You don't see farmers complaining that rain is falling. They embrace the cloud. Because what the cloud can give will be a blessing to their fields. You will never understand the benefit of your cloudy days unless you see value in your field. This is why God allows some things to go wrong in our lives sometimes. Because sometimes the only way to push us to begin to address the heavens is to let a little cloud show up in our lives. Sometimes it will bring darkness, but God is very present in times of trouble. God is right there when it seems like there's turmoil in your home, and it seems like nobody can get along, and it seems like people are always arguing, and it seems like nobody really loves you, and you probably haven't heard the words, I love you in a long time. God is saying, I am very present in the midst of that situation. All you've got to do is begin to get your head in spiritual things, and I can reveal to you what kind of miracle I'm going to bring out of the darkness in your home. There is a power, there is a rain, and an abundance of miracles that is waiting to be released through you. The Bible tells a story of a time where Israel had built the temple and they were wanting God to bless it. So they got together around this temple, built an altar, made a sacrifice. Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles chapter 5 verse 11 that it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place for all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not wait uh, did not then wait by course also the levites which were the singers all of them uh, I'm not going to read those names with their sons and their, their brethren being arrayed with white linen having cymbals and psalteries and harps stood at the east end of the altar and with them, 120 priests sounding with trumpets. Verse 13 says, it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one. To make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud. Even the house of the Lord. So what was going on here, they were making a sacrifice to honor the Lord for helping them to build this temple. They began to lift up the instruments and lift up their voices with the trumpets. And all of a sudden, when they began to worship the Lord, a cloud appeared. When they began to lift up a vapor of praise, a cloud was present. 
And the Bible says this cloud was so thick so that the priests could not even stand to do their due diligence. They couldn't even minister because of how immense this cloud was. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Before we leave here this week, God is wanting through the young people that are sitting here today to begin to fill this atmosphere with an environment that's charged with his glory. He wants to fill this place with such a power that nobody will leave this place without being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He wants to fill this house with such a manifestation of his spirit that people that are sick will leave healed. That those that desire to be used by God in spiritual gifts will be used in the midst of these camp meetings. I pray right now that the power of the Lord would move some young person to get a hold of God's vision for this week and begin to reach out and lift their voices and create an atmosphere so the cloud can move. Remain standing. This is how you get the cloud to show up. After you remove all the unwanted elements, you've got to let a vapor arise. And when that vapor arises in the midst of high pressure, a cloud appears. Pressure alone won't create the cloud. But when something ascends from this level to the next, in the midst of that pressure, a cloud will appear. Some of you, you have so much pressure. There's so much pressure that we can't even understand what you're going through right now. Many people will look at your life and say, well, you're just a kid. You're just young. You're not really going through much. You, you've got so much pressures on you. Pressures from your, from, from your society. Pressures from things that you might engage in at school. Pressures from your family life. All types of pressures in your life right now. But if you can get yourself in the midst of the pressure that you are going through right now to begin to let a vapor of praise arise to the heavens in this atmosphere right now I'm telling you God is going to make himself known right where you are Hallelujah. I wish I had some folks that agree with that some of you even at this young age have pondered suicide. Some of you even at this young age have been exposed to immorality and things that you know you're not supposed to be involved in. You've been exposed whether it's by your own uh, own actions or by accident you were exposed to some negativity from the kingdom of darkness but in the midst of that pressure if you can get your hand up and lift your head up and lift your voice up and begin to send the praise up God will begin to release a rain in this place if you are ready to experience the cloud in your life God is ready to send it if you will praise him hallelujah with every hand lifted up and every eye closed there are some of you that have never experienced the spirit of God living in your life 
tonight's your night to, to get an encounter with the cloud it won't happen automatically there is something you must do to activate God's spirit manifesting himself in your life and right now you have an opportunity to get a hold of what God has for you tonight if you just lift your hands I know it's the first night I know you might be a little lethargic I know you might be a little laid back but if you can take a step forward in your worship and your praise tonight God will begin to make himself known in your heart that's all right you don't have to wait for an invitation go ahead and come up with your hands lifted waiting for the Spirit of God to make himself known I'm telling you what's in the cloud there is healing in that cloud there's deliverance in that cloud there's upliftment peace and joy and encouragement God wants to transform your life forever by his spirit and what you're doing right now is getting the Spirit of God to manifest itself where you are begin to open your mouth and lift your voice Come on, some of you are praying good right now. But here's what I want you to understand. Listen to me here. Here's what I want you to understand. Your act of stepping out to come to the front is very admirable. And you needed to do that. Even lifting your hands and worshiping God with your hands lifted you need to do that. But there is an important element that if you don't do this, it may hinder your experience with the cloud. I'm glad that you are praying in your mind. And I'm glad that you are speaking to God in your heart. But the power in your prayer is activated when you speak it out loud. You can't just stand there and not say anything. I've been doing this a little bit. I'm not old, but I've been doing this for a little while. And I've never seen anybody get a deliverance quietly or with their mouth closed. As a matter of fact, I've never seen anybody be filled with the Holy Ghost with their mouth closed. Just can't happen. If you know somebody here that can speak in tongues without opening their mouth, I'll give them $100 right now. Even a ventriloquist has to have some type of opening in his mouth to throw his voice. So what makes you think that you can affect this atmosphere without speaking into it? You have got to open your mouth. Now listen to me here. Some of you, it may be a little bit beyond your feeling and your character. But if you step beyond that tonight, God will honor your step of faith. You have got to open your, even if you don't even know what words to pray, you don't have to have the perfect words to pray.
but you've got to say something. Even if it's just saying the name of Jesus, you have got to open your mouth and begin to say something. Because the moment you begin to lift that praise unto the Lord, the Bible says God will inhabit those praises. He will come to where those praises are and live there. That's how you get the cloud to show up. You have got to lift your hands and I would even tell you to lift your hands. Don't hang your heads low. I tell people all the time when I'm praying with them, don't hang your head low. I know sometimes in this American culture, we think it's a sign of respect and reverence. But in this prayer right here, I want you to lift your head up. We're going to get in a posture of victory today. Lift your hands up. Lift your head up and lift your voice up and watch God begin to make himself known in your life. Begin to lift your voice unto him right now. We've already went through a time of repentance with Brother Dean, but right now we are going to activate the power of his spirit by calling on his name, by lifting up worship and praise unto the Lord right now. Hallelujah! 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 Come on, in the midst of what you are thinking about right now and the doubts you have in your heart, if you will get your voice to be lifted in this atmosphere, God will begin to turn all those negative feelings into feelings of joy and peace and gladness by the power of His Spirit.
fight the devil for the end of your hand. But you are showing this atmosphere that God is in control. Of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. The fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. Come on, something is happening right now. There's an accumulation of the Spirit of the Lord beginning to take shape. There's a form beginning to hover over this place right now.
Come on, I know it's the first night, but don't stop praying with the person you're praying with until they are full of the Holy Ghost, until they are speaking with tongues, until God has fully renewed them. In the name of Jesus, I come against every dark force in Jesus' name, and I loose these young people to be renewed and filled with the power of God's Spirit right now. Day and night. 